This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's another Lulu and Michael podcast for all the bits you missed from Joy 94.9. Dirtiest movie of the 21st century is about to get a sequel. Fifty Shades Darker. I'm just going to stand there gawking. Yes. And they're also filming it in virtual reality. Imagine being able to touch and smell everything. They look a bit sort of like... A little bit naughty. Exactly right. Imagine Lulu and Michael in virtual reality. One big old stiff. (laughs) On Joy. What? Oh, that's a bit rude. Who did that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember doing that promo. Just been very busy, haven't you? You just make these little idents and promos and stuff. And well, what about that though? I didn't even watch the original one of Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, I did. I went. Did to you see read the book? It. Of course not. Yeah. I don't read oh, right. books. No. Um, but no, I I actually think I started to read the book and it was so badly written that I didn't keep reading it. Yeah, no. Um, but I did see the movie and it was terrible. Mm. So I am surprised they're doing another one. Yeah. And I just think, because they're saying, oh, it was a box office smash or whatever, but I think that was because everyone liked the book and they went and saw the movie. Yes, I believe that would be right. But the movie was crap, so they probably won't go and see the next I one. I wonder. Or will they? I don't I know. I may be wrong. Well, I mean, but why do we need a virtual reality whatever about it? Yeah, see, the thing is, I think the people going to see the movie is like most people that go to see movies in general are women in groups, which is the general consensus of moviegoers in Mm -hmm. general, because if you do your research like I do when you're a screenwriter. Right. um, And I don't know that women are going to sit at home and play virtual reality games. No. So, hmm, not sure that this will be a one little... Maybe it'll be a flop. The virtual reality game, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a floppy one. A floppy won't be a stiff. <laughs> it's the cast from The Colour Purple. Welcome. We well, have thanks. some thanks of them anyway. Us. It's yeah. Vanessa and Yops. Yeah. Now, um, yes, I did go the other night and um, on my word, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, and it's going really, really well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, and it's, um, I guess, you know, it's one of those which is rare for me and, mm. and I'm gonna, I know it's going to be rare for Lulu that I've actually read the book. And uh, watched the movie and now the musical. Mm. Yeah. Did you do any of those? Had you read yeah. the book? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely part of the research. Yeah. Um, oh, you hadn't already then? This, they, they said, yo, we're going to be doing this when you read the book? Um, well, I did a scene from it at uni in drama school. So I had read the book then. Um, and yeah, it was great yeah. fun. So yeah. to read it, it again was, was good. School curriculum, so I'd, I'd read it when I was in um, high school. I did as well. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think it was the same yeah, exactly. year as you. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be. Yeah. Um, let's get Vanessa a little louder. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, what are your characters in this? In the colour purple? What is? So I play Sophia. Yeah. And I play Harpo. Right, yes. which is really um, it was Oprah's role, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. not yeah. not yours. yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harpo is Oprah's spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fun. Fun. connection there. there it is. 
which is the name of uh, Oprah's company, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oprah Productions or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was that like? I mean, you went along for the audition. Did you, uh, did you have a role in mind that either of you wanted? Yeah, Sophia, hands down. That was it. You that was it. my role. That's what I wanted. <laughs> She's, yeah, she was an awesome character and strong and, you know, um, someone I completely admired yeah. ever since I read the book. Yeah. So, Look, yeah. I was just happy to be a bench you know, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be in the show. So it was a bonus that I got to play Harpo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you go along and watch a musical and it's got its, um, I mean, you've got main roles, but mm-hmm. there is a lead role, which is Seely. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, that young lady is amazing. Yeah. Um, but um, as much as I, obviously she is amazing. And, you know, there's bits of that where you think, Oh, wow, she's running away with this. It yeah. really is one of those. It's an ensemble. Yes. Um, and it's all about that when you watch this. And I think mm. that's a lot to do with you being good, all of you, yeah. mm. um, but also to do with Robbie directing it yeah. that way. What was that like to work with Robbie Camelotti? Um, well, this Awful. is my second time. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Oh, gosh. Um, well, this is my second time of working with him. I worked with him in Hair. Right. Um, and just coming along and doing this, I think, um, you know, from the moment I auditioned, I already had that kind of comforting feeling that, you know, I... I'm going to get it. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm auditioning. <laughs> yeah. He wants me. I'll just blame the colour of my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I auditioned and didn't get anything. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I went for the main. You know, it's like weird. <laughs> no, but it was, it was definitely a great um, experience um, to work with Robbie again and, you know, kind of seeing, I guess, um, because this show is more of a an, an acting-based kind of show where his hair was kind of like, you know, this kind of hippie yeah, yeah. vibe <laughs> going on in the room. Um, so to kind of, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I loved it. He, he and he definitely director, understood, yeah. um, mm. you know, and he definitely did his And he's been doing his research. research for so long. Yeah. Like, I feel like he just gave it all to us and um, constant, like, um, notes and support, everything for yeah. us to really grow into the characters. Yes. Um, definitely think we... Well, that's evident. That yeah. really yeah. is evident when you go yeah. along and watch it. Yeah. Can I just say, for anyone who hasn't seen or hasn't read it or whatever, oh what God. is it about? <laughs> Let's just do that because... Oh, gosh. What is <laughs> so it not long. about? <laughs> just in case um, people are listening and thinking, yeah. I, I know I've heard it's something that Oprah did. Which and there would be. There will yeah, be. Definitely. And, you know, just so you can give mm. a little bit of a taste for those yeah. who want to come along. Well, it definitely focuses on the central character of Celie. Um, back in the 1930s, she kind of... Um, the story starts off with her, you know, she's raped by her caregiver. So it's an um, uplifting... Yeah, it's an yeah. uplifting... Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know. yeah. We kind of, you know, put, punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but you know, it goes. She goes through trials and tribulations of, you know, um, being separated mm. from her sister, mm-hmm. um, and then reuniting with her in the end. Oh, yep. I just wrecked it. Oh, yeah. just oh, it. oh, oh gosh. Spoiler alert. Bummer. Look, we're going to go to a little, little break and we'll be back because um, I want to obviously give details about where it's on, when it's on, and, and get more out of you. We'll be back right <laughs> after this on Joy. Now, what was it like? I'm getting a message from Broadway. Oh, my my gosh. I woke up to it. (laughs) I remember exactly. It was like 11.30. I woke up. Yes, I woke up at that time. Right. Um, (laughs) And I saw the video and I just cried. Yeah. I just cried. And I probably played it about 10 times for all like... 
realizing that I was like, this is yeah. from Broadway. Yeah. It's a thing we watch as a cast before we do the show. Every, every like, because yeah, yeah. we, we, we're just so happy. Yeah. Did you but say one ha- back? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, we have. Yeah. yeah. It's not as good as theirs, but yeah, I know. <laughs> they probably don't know. And um, <laughs> I, went, I watched the one on Broadway, like a lot yeah. of, you know, and uh, when I walked in, I wasn't ready to go, oh, I wonder if it's going to be any better or worse or whatever. You yeah. just, when you're in that venue, in chat, mm. um, you know, you just immediately just watch what you're watching yeah. and enjoy what you're watching. Mm. And that's why I was, you know, just look like at the end of when it ended, everybody just literally stood up immediately. Yeah. yeah. And, and the stomping. Oh. We were shocked by that. We were like, yeah. oh, they're stomping. Well, we <laughs> were angry. We were really angry. <laughs> 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 I'd spilled my drink. <laughs> Just days ago, something unusual happened in the music world. Nobelpriset i litteratur. Sorry, in English. Bob Dylan has been awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature. Ah. For having created new poetic expressions. We think it might have been a bit of a backroom deal. I've done a backroom deal. Have you? Yep. Yep, I bet you have. Loved him. Yep. <laughs> Lulu and Michael, winning the Nobel Prize for... Having created... Malarkey on a Wednesday afternoon. On Joy. Well, I mean, that was amazing, him getting that, though, wasn't it? I didn't even hear about it. What? You've got to be listening to the news. Well, so much about Trump and Hillary that you just get it to really the point is, where you it? just listen to the, them. And um, They've um, got one more debate, Trump and Hillary, and I just wonder why they're bothering. Why? Yeah, because it's just getting silly now, isn't it? I, I would imagine yes. And, you know, um, it doesn't mean she's um, definitely going to win. I mean, there's a lot that don't like her, but... Um, why, when that man is the way he is, why would you bother arguing with him? I'd much rather watch the SNL version. Much, and he, but he didn't like it, did he? That's funny, though. I hated it. And actually, Hillary went on with what's her face, Catherine. Yeah, and well, did a bit of a joke. Way, that's what that's you should do, exactly. just to show you got a sense of humour and yep. make it fun. Well, on that though, they um, there was a lot that weren't uh, that wrapped about Bob Dylan winning the Nobel Prize for Literature because he is a songwriter. And then they were going, well, maybe I'll write a song now and win a prize, win a Grammy. Oh, God. I mean, but I get it. You know, it's a bit, but whatever. Uh, Well, I suppose in that way, there probably were other people that had written actual Literature, yeah. (laughs) No, no, exactly. (laughs) That were probably hoping they'd win. We're both about as learned as each other. (laughs) We weren't on the list. (laughs) Of the novelist. What would be your... Oh, no, actually, this is not... This is actually quite a good question in the sense mm-hmm. that it could be about anything. What would be your specialist subject if you were going on Mastermind? Masterchef, I thought no. you were going to say. <laughs> Souffle. <laughs> Toe to the hole. <laughs> if I was on Mastermind... Yeah. Is uh, Mastermind, is that even on anymore? No, but what would it be? Uh, that it, means you know a lot about it, doesn't it? Whatever it's going to be, your specialist Can it just one. be entertainment? Anything in the world. It could be about, um, you know, uh, anything. Well, like if, I'm play, if I'm playing Trivial Pursuit, I always go for the pink wedge. Is that what you mean? <laughs> so, I like a pink wedge. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but just for variety. Sometimes I go for the brown wedge. <laughs> just by accident. Which is arts and literature. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day, though. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, sometimes you can't help it. Oh, just, you just yeah. end up with a brown wedge. I hate it when my... <laughs> 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 You're on Joy. Pink and brown. You're listening to Lulu and Michael on Joy 94.9. I like to just pause a little bit when 
I get pointed at, just right. to give um, Paul a little bit of panic in yeah. his eyes. He's always got that in his eyes. Oh, is it just and natural? It's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you asked him for his headphones. He did it on purpose. We've got guests, haven't we? We have Ellen? got guests. Sorry, we I got distracted. No, I don't know. I mean, really. I love it when we get guests. Would you like you me know. to introduce them, Michael? Would you? <laughs> I will. In your best voice. It's Johanna Allen oh. and Josh Pitterman from The Light in the Piazza. Welcome. Hi. How are you guys? Music, I like it. Mm-hmm. Intro applause for you, Johanna. I'm very appreciative. Yeah, I believe it's for all. I mean, really. You no, both. no, don't tell him that. It's but just for all, me. All right. She is <laughs> very <laughs> splendid. Yeah. One of those leading lady ones. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, he's yeah. just, you know, he's Josh Pitterman. Everyone knows him. I could do it a little extra. You know? <gasps> oh, well, I believe you're a little bit well known. Weren't oh. you just in the sound of music? I certainly was. Now. My mother avised it. Well, there you go. In fact. Did Josh? No, he did. Absolutely not. I went for Maria. <laughs> And I got down like to a lot of men. Yeah, yeah we have heard she's a bit like that. Yeah, mm, damn, Amy La Palma. <laughs> <laughs> now um, you are in though to talk about light, the light in the piazza. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. I mean, we always ask our guests if they're in something, they'll know more about it than we could ever imagine. What is it about? <gasps> oh, there's a I nice begin? opening one. Okay, <laughs> um, it's a magnificent story. It sort of blends opera, musical theatre, and play together, and it is the story of two young lovers, Clara and Fabrizio. Despite cultural difference and lack of language, they fall in love, and it's what happens after that. And there is so much drama and so many different loves going on. There's it's kind of like the cycle of life and the cycle of love. So you see Mm. love in different aspects with different characters and different relationships, and that's always very interesting to see on stage. But the music, I think, is Probably the most beautiful music I've heard in music theatre since Hammerstein. There you go. Right. Said here. And I guess live. it is one of those <laughs> ones that isn't done very often. Yeah. Um, but Never done. First right. time in Australasia we've had a professional production happening. Right. Mm. And it won six Tonys that on Broadway rare. ten years ago. So it's that why. Happens, that happens a lot lately, I find, in Australia. They're starting to just sort of get these ones that are, you know, not done as much, which I'm loving. Yeah. It's great. It, I think the problem, well, the reason people are sort of discouraged from Piazza is because it is incredibly complex music. Oh, is that what we do? We just uh, shorten it. <laughs> yeah, with Piazza. Yeah, hashtag Piazza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're in the P. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag, yeah, we couldn't even go yeah. to hashtag well, P. Were you in the music? <laughs> I we'll was in the music. music. Yeah, I was <laughs> in the music. Sound. The som. Yeah, I was none. Yo, yeah. som. Yeah, all of that. The Piazza. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, in that musical Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> just one doing some work in a unitard. Anyway, where was I? Yes, the light in the piazza is is complex <laughs> musically and dramatically, and and it's very it, the, and yet it retains an intimacy. It's not, it's essentially a two hander, and then you have a, a a story surrounding it about two families. So you know that's. Well, not don't tell Chelsea Plumley that because, boy, is she wonderful as Margaret, who's she's wonderful, a character that is so so. She drives Full the show. Death. She drives oh, the show. She's she think it's a one-woman show? show. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not at all. <laughs> she's just not. A, she's just so wonderful in it. Oh, like, sorry. No, no. They don't, I can't call her two-handed because <laughs> she's just the most magnificent thing to watch. I, you know, I've worked with Chelsea a little bit before, but this is no. We love Chelsea here. That's why I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, and uh, I believe it's one of the. It's one of those roles um, that she really wanted to get. Yes. You know, I mean, it's not. You know, we, you all audition for gigs and we get them. We don't get them. Whatever. Mm. Um, but it's one of those roles in that. You know, in the piazza. Um, that she really wanted to do. I think your heart is always in some more than others um, because they speak to you and you can't help but love it with everything you have and and I believe that is the case and she is doing it justice and then mm. some. 
We're here with the cast, or some of the cast of yeah, the not night. Not all of them. Didn't want them all. No, <laughs> no. just the good ones. Troubled. <laughs> <laughs> the light in the piazza. We've got uh, Josh Pittman and Johanna. Is oh, it Johanna? I'm becoming more and more European by the second. It's She's Johanna. Jo- <laughs> Johanna. Javor. Yeah, I was going to do the um, the German. Is it? Well, it's actually Polish, but Polish? you know, let's not. Don't mention the war and all that, Johanna. But I <laughs> really brought it up. I, I did, didn't oh, no. I? Apparently. Now, what about what? Who else? is in this we are blessed with a tremendous cast the gorgeous Genevieve Kingsford plays Clara uh, Anton Berezin plays my husband. We've worked together on the Green Show Wicked and now we're reunited. Great. Uh, as we said, Chelsea Plumley is incredible as Margaret. Who Jonathan Hicks plays Fabrizio. Fabrizio. And I don't think Melbourne Stages has seen Jonathan yet. And I think they're going to be so thrilled to see He's a young, young man, isn't he? Young it? man he with looks, a gorgeous voice. He looks about 11. Oh, yeah, well, together they're so beautiful. Yeah, the, the two lovers. of them. He's not 11. Though. He's not 11. He's 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's 22, maybe 23. I'm going to guess that. Um, he's totally made that up. He's young. Absolutely um, yeah. astonishing. And then our creative team. We're is, so lucky. Yeah, we've we got mentioned about that life like touring, which um, this is their third, third isn't it? it yeah, is. so they had Passion uh, two years ago, City of Angels last year. Both had rave reviews and both were exquisite I watched pieces. watched them both and loved them both. And They uh, forge uh, in such interesting directions as a company. It is amazing. Yeah, and I'm, I personally vote for women and all of that. I'm thrilled that we have <laughs> a, a, a female team. We have the incredible Teresa Borg as our director, we have Vanessa Scammell as MD and we have Joanne Robinson as our choreographer. Yeah. And that's a rare thing in music theatre. Very rare Did thing. they demand it that way? They All women <laughs> or you'll get it. <laughs> I don't know that it was demanded but uh, it's, it's worked no, out. No, but it certainly enables the, the romance to be such a strong driver. I think that's an incredible thing. Yes, yeah. and which is what this is all about. Exactly. Mm. Beautiful Ooh, romance. We are Life, ready. Art. We Florence are ready for romance. This. It's magnificent. Mm. You'll love it. Oh, yeah. When I go with you, yeah. You can add a little bit of rap in, but it's still not enough for me, Delta. I, I don't I like that. No. No, you don't like it. Um, <laughs> it is um, Joy with Lulu and Michael, and we're um, criticising Delta. Of course. Which um, Australia does a lot, I reckon. But we, <laughs> we've we got a guest in, haven't we, Lulu? We sure have. And uh, boy, are we ready. This man's voice is incredible. I love this man's voice. Not only when he speaks, uh, but more, even more, when he sings. And his name is Michael. Angelo. He's actually a soprano. I am. I have a deep speaking voice and a very high singing voice. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I have no opinion on Delta whatsoever. No, no. no, no. Well, that's that's not good either, then, is it? Yeah, really? yeah. I'm I'm literally wedged between you two. I mean, yeah. she's. I've like, just got a great voice. I mean, mm. whether you like the music or not, I, I musically, think, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Look, not everyone can be blessed with the talents of this team here. You well, know? Exactly. I think you guys well, just need to cut them the a little bit problem, of slack. She's trying it? her best. We know? are a triple threat, but not but not on our own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, we have to all get together. Yeah, can we get some? Put us in a clown suit and give it. Put us in a clown suit and give us a machete. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, what, that's it. That sounds like now, fun. Now, um, where did, where where's where's your origins? Where did you um, begin like, with your music journey? You're talking my musical journey. I think my musical journey began with me, my mother singing me. Uh, old uh, gunfighter ballads and bushranger songs when I was like one year old and reading right. me William Blake poems. And, you Re- know. Real Aussie then? Well, Aussie and she's English and my 
dad's Croatian, but she she uh, my favourite songs as a kid were when I'm talking like two years old, mm-hmm. which I can actually remember. Were Wild Colonial Boy she used to yeah. sing me, and also The Streets of Laredo, which is a beautiful song that I sometimes sing now that Johnny Cash has done. A lot of people sung. It's actually an old 16th century English song originally. Right. So I guess that's that. That's, it's a lovely thought of being lulled by the the unaccompanied melodies of your mother singing to you about young men dying in desperate circumstances. She if set the tone. Happy and you know yeah. clap your hands. <laughs> exactly. She thought, I'm going to give this boy proper nursery rhymes. Yeah. See, my dad always sang to me. He can't sing in tune. He's mm. tone deaf. But he sang all the country and western songs and yeah. played all Johnny Cash and everything else, which I still love. Oh, yeah. And it was either that or rugby songs. <laughs> I'd go Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, I yeah, would. Yeah. yeah. But up there, Kazali, you know, it's, it, it's got its rousing ways. I, I, I only like to hear it about once every two decades. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Now, um, <laughs> but they do tell a good story. The old country songs—that's the thing about them. They tell a great story. Yeah, yeah. They, they come out of the foundation of older music, of music as a storytelling style, and that's 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 part of what, in my own way, I fit into now. And sometimes I'm playing with a band and it's upbeat. Other times it's me and my guitar. But it's a way that the music is is supporting a story. Mm. You write your own music as well, don't you? I do. That's a, and so that's what I usually do, and it's really nice to have a break from my own stuff to play some of the songs of artists that help shape me as a teenager and help set me on on my path. And the kid would like artists like like well, the show I'm down here doing. Yep. Cave Waits Cohen. So Nick Cave, Tom Waits, and Leonard Cohen. Triple talking about triple what a, threat. What a, <laughs> what a happy bunch. Yeah, well, and, and it's funny because that's the, I sometimes get that response. And you know, I think this show and the way I put it together, it's actually quite humorous, full of light and joy. Well, you are as yeah. well. I mean, and I think though, and some people, and those dudes certainly got some heavy songs, but I think they all have humor. And sometimes people get it and sometimes they don't. When you don't get it, you think they're just being dark. But actually, they're often laughing at themselves or at life, you know? Oh, and, yeah. And, and it's all out of, of the choice of songs as well and so for me I've, I've put together a show that 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 has a big emotional spread and where you can I love you, a you big emotional spread oh, I just like open it wide the accidental double entendre is just flowing big emotional spread I'm coming in <laughs> what am <laughs> oh darling you're, you're just ruining my art <laughs> You did it. I'm sorry. That's it. You don't have to do much to tell you. I know. It's it's like it's like all the jokes are already here in the air. I didn't invent any of them. I'm just a We've vessel. We just picked them like apples. Exactly. Yeah. They were falling into our laps. One of my favourite songs, or well, one of my daughter's favourite songs when she was three, mm. is A Boy Named Sue. Oh, great. <laughs> and it still is now. She's 12. But that's one of, like, I mean, there are plenty of those songs that, they have that are funny. Well, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Once you, um, once you also understand the hardships of life, you're able to like, truly laugh. You know, <laughs> yeah. like because when you laugh, you go, "That's funny," and I don't care about anything else now. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, and all of our lives are full. I mean, of, of, yes, of, ups and downs. Do you think that you need a life, you know, with misery to be able to write good emotional, you know? I actually don't, but I, th- I, I, I believe that all of us. No, no matter where you're born and what cha- we all have our challenges for us are the hardest things we're ever going to face so you know so for us it might just it, it might be something that to someone else they go why is he even upset about that but but it's our thing that we have to conquer whether that's it's right. uh, our it's parents expectations of us or whether yeah. it's you actually you know growing up in a third world country it can, they, they can be equally hard when people say to me oh that guy's just rich he's got it so easy I think man I'm so glad I wasn't born with the expectation of, a, of like a super wealthy 
wealthy family. That you know, it's so simplistic to think that that guy's got it made. Yeah, He's got I cash. I don't think I agree. I wish. <laughs> Oh, oh I'd no. like to have been No, born I believe that actually if I was born into it, I would have been a great philanthropist. Yeah, supporting yeah, the yeah. arts and, no, and those in suffering. <laughs> no, yeah. you have it. <laughs> I, I like the way this interview this is taking turns. Are you talking about emotional spread? That's it. Now, um, you've got gigs on the way and we'll give those out at the end. Um, but we're not having you in here without getting you to sing. I'm here to sing for you, my friend. Love. If, if, if you feel any need to chorus in with backing vocals or slapping your thighs, go right ahead. <laughs> I, I, or slapping I've, each I've other. Ha- I've hand chosen this Tom Waits song for you. Particularly, it felt like it would be a nice, upbeat, fun song that actually is fitting very nicely out of our conversation. So it's called Going Out West and it goes a little bit like this. <laughs> Hey, 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 well, I'm going out west where the wind blows tall. Cause Tony Franciosa used to date my ma. They got some money out there, they're giving it away. I tell ya, I'm gonna do what I want and I'm gonna get paid. Do what I want and I'm gonna get paid. Cause I know karate, a voodoo too. I'm gonna make myself available to you. I don't need no makeup, I got real scars, I got a hair on my chest. I look good without a shirt. Well, I don't lose my composure in a high-speed chase. And all my friends here, they say I got a masculine face. That's right. I got some drag strip courage. I can really drive a bed. I'm gonna change my name to Hannibal or maybe just Rex. Change my name to Hannibal or maybe just Rex. Cause I know karate, voodoo too. Gonna make myself available to you. I don't need no makeup, I got real scars. I got a hair on my chest. I look good without a shirt. I'm gonna drive all night and get some speed. Hey, 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 hey. I'm gonna wait for the sun to shine down on me. It feels so good. Yeah. Cut a hole in my hood, it's the shape of a heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm going out west where they appreciate me. Going out west where they appreciate me. Cause I know karate, voodoo too. Ha! Gonna make myself available to you. I don't need no makeup, I got real scars, I got hair on my chest. And I'm going out west. Yeah. That's unreal. Love it. Love it. Dovetailed nicely with the fact that they've got a bit of humour. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's very funny. Because everyone knows Tom Waits have a shaved chest, obviously. Of course. (laughs) Um, Now, where are these gigs, Lulu? Well, there's three you can go to all this weekend. There's one in Kyneton on Friday night, Saturday night's at the Satellite Lounge in Wheelers Hill, and Sunday is at the Flying Saucer Club in Elstonwick. That's right, hitting hitting the regions and the burbs this time is going to be fun. Kindon Music Festival's got a great lineup. And, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. massive. Who else is on at that? Well, I, I'm I'm part of the opening night party on the Friday night, myself and Liz Stringer. But then on Saturday they've got Henry Wagons and a whole lot of great Melbourne performers. And it's lovely the way that you know you kind of can point in any direction out of Melbourne. And there's great towns, and they've all got 
music venues. It's or amazing, isn't it? Getting bigger and bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah, it's good. Um, and what about the other ones? Are the other gigs? Are you on your own, or whether you've got a band? I do this show. Au Natural right. on my own and it's, it's a really nice way to Naked. approach songs that you're used to hearing <laughs> with a band yeah, yeah that's Naked. right yeah I, yeah I come out on stage and I say Cave Waits <laughs> Cohen Michelangelo <laughs> welcome into my arms there you go you know it's an embracing show and, yeah. uh, and the lovely thing is people come out feeling like I get some people coming and say I don't actually like those artists but when I come and see you do it I really love it and I get other people saying I love those artists but you've made me feel like I'm hearing the songs again for the first time well, and exactly I think that's the thing of not trying to copy them I'm, I'm singing them in my own style and that's my tribute is hey guys thanks for, for helping me find my own voice because they're all such unique artists <laughs> Uh, that was the, the best wind-up I have ever gotten showbiz history. He's very subtle. He does it to all our guests. He does it to us. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're on Joy with Lulu and Michael. Oh, why does she need to be dried out? <laughs> Your face. You were making me laugh there, just looking into space. Dry me out, baby. Dry me out. Because I don't know what's going on with her. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. What about Madonna? What about her? Oh, 86 tomorrow. (laughs) No, um, she's um, won another award, isn't she? No, she hasn't yet. Oh, she hasn't got it? Not yet. She's up for Billboard's 2016 Woman of the Year. But they've given it, though. They've given it out. I mean, as in they've mentioned it. Well, you know, the thing is, right? Yeah. The reason she got it, Mm. they say, for Billboard says, is because of her creative vision, her relentless innovation and her dedication to philanthropic. (laughs) And she's an inspiration to hundreds of millions of people around the world. Hundreds of millions. That might be a bit much. All while shattering every career record out there. She's an important feminist on top of that. Mm. A one-of-a-kind artist who's used to her influence to change the conversation around women's sexuality and equal rights. I mean, I agree with a little bit of that. But apparently, the reason she got it Mm. was because she would turn up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) someone on one of the morning shows that I was watching said... Sonia Kruger again. No, it wasn't Sonia Kruger. It was one of the music people said... Who that woman like? (laughs) One of the music people said that the reason why she got it was because she'd turn up. Because what happens is that they go, oh, look, we just need someone who's going to turn up because we have to have them at the awards. Oh, my, that's And everyone else is too busy. Oh, no way. Because you look at what she's actually done in 2016 and she hasn't done a lot. No, but it's the year that she's given the award, but it's your body of work. Yeah, but her body's not looking that good. <laughs> it needs a bit more work. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, but, you know, I mean, she, she's amazing though, isn't she? She's, we loved, I've always liked Madonna. I have always liked her until I met her and then I'm not that fast. <laughs> you did, you did a gig at Madonna's, was it, what was it, her birthday? Was it going away party? And she was nice, wasn't she? She was all right. She was a bit weird. The money was good. There was no money. Oh, Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on with her. <laughs> Michael, I forgot to ask you before. You were asking me about Mastermind, and if I had to pick a subject that I would be an expert in, what would it be? I remember. What was yours? Um, I would imagine it would be Dolly. Dolly Diamond. No! 
Although I do know a little bit about it. Um, but no, Miss Parton. Really? Yeah. Like everything? No. Well, no, because what you do when you are on there is you're allowed to narrow it down, you know, between the years of, you know, and then so they. So it's not like what is the measurement of her waist? No. No? Because that would be ridiculous. Because that goes up and down, doesn't it? It's not like one measurement for the rest of her, you know, from beginning to end. Okay. Well, it is one measurement from beginning to end, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, um, and well, what what would yours be? Um, my ways. <laughs> Do you think I would ever ask that? As I went through my bloody cupboard like a couple of days ago, I thought, oh, I'm never going to wear that. And there's like some in there that are like a 29 inch waist. You may as well play the music from some horrible horror film. Some people in there with a 29 inch waist. There may as well be, because I can wear them again. I was looking for ones that were slightly medium because I've gone back to the gym and, you know, a little bit of weight's come off and I thought, oh, maybe I'll wear those. Try them on. Oh, no. Do you know what I've done? I've just got rid of all those old ones. No, because mine goes up and down like a freaking yo-yo. Yeah, same. But then I quite like going shopping. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. And then you go, oh, I've lost weight. I can go shopping. I reckon elastic. Elastic should be in everything. <laughs> you know? I don't know why it isn't. We've gone off topic. <laughs> If you, who is yours? If what you're would you do? If you're I actually think maybe Keanu Reeves. Oh, isn't random. that weird? Yeah, it is a bit because I was I've written award winning. Oh no, an award winning actor. <laughs> no, yes, thespian. No, it's because I was writing a screenplay about him and I had to research about all his old films. Right, well, all of them are old, really. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's nothing a while, new. Well, he's I doing. Like he's him, doing though. a new one. I mean, um, he's one of those that we, I've enjoyed watching the movies. Yeah, um, but he's not the best actor. No, well, that's the thing, and that's why I picked him for this screenplay, because I liked the fact that he wasn't. Mm. And it will soon come out on your... No, it's not. Um, But, yeah, I had to research all his movies, so I know quite a lot about him, and I used to be able to say all the lines from Speed word for word. Wow. I know, because actually when I was in Spain with my friend, it was on TV and it was in Spanish, and she's going, oh, we can't watch it. And I went, no, we can. Oh, no. I can just... <laughs> translate it. I can translate it. She <laughs> went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, this is the best ever. I'm actually able to watch it. And she reckons it was the best thing ever, and she just laughed all the way through it because I just did all the voices. I think I would have. <laughs> now, what about you behind there on the mic? Oh, gee, um, I can remember phone numbers. That's, that's not much of a skill. <laughs> no one can check that. No. And I can do... Unless we ring them up. Margaret's phone number? <laughs> 9787. Yeah. What is her mobile number? <laughs> I can't remember. I've, I've started so I'll finish. What is her... No, I mean, is that it? Oh, I can, I can that's do, like something that you have if you're Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> I can do Simpsons voices. That's oh, a good oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no. All right. No. Oh, my God. Not, not, not totally much. different skills to what we're asking for. <laughs> I love the fact that song's been playing for like three minutes. You still don't know what he's saying. It's actually kind of nice. 
I'm sorry for ruining it. Um, it's Lulu and Michael, and uh, we're at the end, aren't we? We are. It's gone quite fast today. Yes, loads of great guests. We did have a lot of guests. Um, and uh, more next week, obviously. Obs. <laughs> Hashtag obs. Um, and next week is our last episode. Last episode of the show yes. for, who knows? We don't know. We, we can have a little break. Um, mm. Well, you're off to do Avenue Cure. I'm going to Perth, folks. Um, and so that means <laughs> join us next week um, for our last one. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Dare ya. Yeah, maybe a nice little message would be good. Yeah, that'd be nice. Or wine. You've been listening to a Lulu and Michael podcast. Listen live every Wednesday afternoon from 4 on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.